I'm Derek Joyce and I'm here with Paul Omwerda and this is I'm Not The Expert But. This is a podcast where we'll discuss everything from the most complex ideas that we know nothing about to the simplest ideas that we probably know nothing about either. So put the kettle on, get comfy and join us. Have you got a dog? Yeah, yeah we do. Uh, we have a, a black Labrador collie cross called Juno. So, uh, and I just know when she hears this now her ears are going to prick up. She's going to hear her own name there. So Go for her. Yeah. Uh, Why Juno? Uh, we got her in June for our son's birthday. He's, she was a companion dog for him. And yeah, so June, and we had just seen the movie Juno. Yeah, so, great movie. And it's yeah, it's class. fantastic soundtrack as well. Yeah, so Juno, oh, she's, she's an absolute pet though. She's so, yeah. so placid yeah. and so quiet. She's getting old now, she's 19. Jesus, that is, yeah, get that's, on, that ears, is a run, yeah. yeah and I'm a, she's still sprightly. She's still a puppy at heart, God love her. <laughs> That's the way it usually goes though, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but my mom has a dog and she's a rescue dog and she's so timid. Yeah. And she's lovely, lovely dog. But anyway, what I want to talk about today is the history of dogs. Okay, cool. Because it's, it's okay. crazy interesting. So I'm gonna lay down a couple of facts and just lay the groundwork yeah. and then we're just gonna go from there, right? Okay, cool. So 150,000 to 200,000 years ago, early humans were settling places to live all over the planet. So right. they'd moved out of the, the cradle of Africa, I suppose right, you, you yeah, can call the it. Kind of yeah, so they, they started moving, branching out into all corners right. of the globe. And kind starting of to kind of live in, you know, villages, well not, not in villages, but starting to live in groups. Yeah, well, they were hunter-gatherers, you know, yeah, and they would yeah. have been kind of nomadic moving through yes. the age, so it yeah. was that kind of thing. They weren't alone. Whether protecting, herding or hunting, dogs were with them. Dogs were present with people. Okay. Okay. From that far back, like? From that far back. Wow, wow. Now... And how did that come about, like? Well, here's the thing. All dogs that you see today on the street or walking with their owners or whatever it is, sniffing lampposts or (laughs) fire hydrants or whatever you've got, share a common ancestor that people rightfully feared. The Grey Wolf. Okay, right, yeah. So yeah. you've seen the movie with Liam Neeson, The Grey? I actually you haven't, but I know, you know I know what you're talking about. Fantastic, but it's I must this. watch it. I remember seeing trailers for it in the cinema and thinking, that, that's a, you know, that looks a great movie. I must yeah. watch that, but never It's fantastic. It. But it's that wolf. It's the wolf that you look at and you go, oh, fuck's sake. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Paleolithic tribes were settling Eurasia about 100,000 years ago. So they were, they'd moved out into the planet and they were settling Eurasia 100,000 years ago. People and wolves at that point were not friends. No. They weren't friends. They didn't like each other. Wolves have an incredible bite force, right? So when they bite, they can crush bone yeah. with, with the yeah. bite. Up to that point, they had no competition. They, on the food they chain, were they the, were yeah. top of the food chain. Right. Now, you, you might think there were saber-toothed tigers knocking about and, you know, those things are going to be pretty ferocious or whatever it was. Mm. But they would have been singular. Yeah. Like, you would have had one with territory and they only ever cross territory when someone else roams in yeah. or when they're looking for a partner. 
And right. even then, they're not nice. But they are usually just one. Yeah. Wolves were a pack. pack yeah, so, so there were a bunch of them. So, so one they had, saber-toothed tiger versus one wolf. Maybe the saber-toothed tiger comes out against a pack of wolves. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. It, if you think of a bunch of hyenas surrounding a lion. You know, yeah. that kind of scenario. Yeah, that's yeah. what you'd have. So saber-toothed tiger was the lion. The hyenas are the wolves. Mm. And there's just no competition. Yeah. So... They had no um, competition at the top of the food chain until humans came along. Right. Because now they were faced with, and both were, men and wolves, mm. were faced with confronting something that had never before happened. Yeah. They'd they, never had it before. They hadn't met. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming humans didn't hunt wolves. More kind of... Well, they would have never encountered them. Yeah. Or at least they... I know, but like when they, you say they've come into competition then, you know, for the top of the food chain, we didn't eat wolves, did we? I'm sure if they'd caught one and yeah. killed it, they might have eaten and they'd use its fur for coat. Like you, uh, yeah, you see, so, all, these, yeah, yeah, see so all these films yeah, so where... Course, yeah. the, all these films where these cavemen are wearing wolf yeah, blankets and wolf yeah, hats, yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. get them in the barbers. Yeah, you yeah, know? no, true. Yeah, so, so they, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, people. there was competition, and they were oh. killing each other. So, yeah. like people, wolves live in a complex hierarchical social structure, oh. right? So they have a pecking order. When hunting, wolves use their cooperative community skills to take down much larger prey. Yeah. So we're talking mammoths, yeah, and we're talking big antelope creatures because 100,000 years ago they were they were all fucking huge yeah, like yeah, it's not the ones that you'd yeah. see on the African plains yeah. today and the, and the wolves would have been fairly big as well back then would they yeah 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 much bigger yeah, than what bigger. we had like a dog well we'll, we'll get on down to yeah. size and take down and all that kind of thing as we go on okay, okay cool. when hunting wolves use their community skills to take out much larger prey and they still do they don't outrun their prey no. What they do is they run it into the ground. So you'll have you them, them pursue something and they run them to the point of ex exhaustion and the mm. prey item, whatever it is, collapses and then the wolves just move in en masse. Pretty horrific. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's brutal. Humans offered the threat wolves had never had to deal with before. Right. Now their dominance was threatened. Right, wolves' dominance was threatened by people because... They could kill as as a community as well. The hunters didn't go out and do solo hunting and yeah, bring back yeah. a stag or an yeah. elk or whatever it was. Yeah, so level they playing field. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, was, yeah. it was a more level playing field. Yeah, something the wolves hadn't yeah. encountered before to kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. A battle of, of wits, you might say. Like, you know, yeah, well, however many, many wits... Paleolithic yeah. tribes were, yeah, were, yeah, yeah, but they were given. Well, they, they would have at least been on par with, with wolves, whereas, you know, other animals probably wouldn't. They were hunter gatherers, so yeah. they could hunt and they could gather. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so they, they had a social that. structure. Yeah. They had a tribal social community that yeah, they, they, they had. I'm assuming they, they had the ability to kind of learn as well. So, you know, where animals tend to act on instinct. Which pretty much mm. Paleolithic. <laughs> Man, people much would have them. acted on instinct so and I'm not really logic. Yeah, yeah, I think you're. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. okay, for a wolf without a pack, now people presented an opportunity. So wolves get chased out of packs for for whatever reason. The alpha male and the alpha couple, the male and female. Yeah. The alpha male mates with all the the females in the pack. In the pack, yeah, yeah. 
the other males don't mate. They're not allowed. Oh, okay. Okay, and, and this is not me saying, don't you fucking put your hands on her. This is a grey wolf alpha. Yeah, say don't put your hands on any of them. Yeah, in paws. the way that Get wolves your do. paws off. So, of yeah, okay. So, for whatever reason, a, a male, a wolf will be chased out of a pack. You'll, if you've got your alpha and beta, I suppose, yeah. and you have it tiered all the way down, you're going to have somebody who's the butt of everybody's joke. You're yeah. gonna have a wolf, yeah, who's gonna be either bummed out of a a, a pack of wolves, or it's it's just cut out completely, or right. it's everybody's. And that's where you get the lone wolf, wolf yeah, kind yeah. of idea from. So yeah. they saw an opportunity, and if they were more passive, yeah, and less aggressive, they were able to get closer to human encampments right. and feed off the remains, the leftovers oh, that okay. of what humans right. hunted. Okay, yeah. now. A less aggressive wolf could outlast its pack brethren and their genetic traits were the ones that were passed on. Right, so, so the ones that licked up to the humans, you might say. Yeah, the suck-ups. Yeah. Yeah. They got to survive while... Well, the others were killed from various means, whether it was from each were, other, yeah. whether it was from yeah. a saber-toothed tiger or whatever or it was humans, from. Most likely. Yeah. Or yes. injury, if it got injured, yeah. if a wolf gets injured, if Anton gets injured in the wild. Yeah. The rest of the pack turns on the property. You know? No, well, you see, wolves... What's left behind. If you, I watched a documentary on wolves, and when they're moving as a pack, not hunting, but when they're moving, the oldest and the weakest move first. Yes. The pack only moves as fast as, as the weakest as member. The weakest, yeah, so yeah. no one gets left behind. Yeah. So it, it's actually a really healthy and firm. Oh, yeah, no, it as is. Vicious yeah, as vicious yeah. it is. Yeah, no, it's actually funny. I haven't thought about that for a long, long time. But the minute you said that, I actually remember it. Yeah, yeah. Like. So the more docile the wolf was, the more successful it was. Hmm. Over time, and we're talking millennia, we're talking evolutionary yeah, times. Yeah, so, no. so it's not over the course yeah. of six months or whatever. It proved useful to the wolves, docile wolves traits being passed on down through its, yeah. its So it's survival of the fittest, offspring. but not physically fittest or physically aggressive or, you know, it's literally what makes it easier for that species to survive is the trait that actually became dominant. Is it yeah. survival of the fittest, inverted commas, or is it survival of the smartest? Well, that's, yeah. You know that's what, what I mean? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Those particular traits that um, became more valuable were the traits that, that were passed on, as you said. So that's, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So it proved useful to humans too. When they got past the point of chasing off the first sighting of a wolf. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. That kind of yeah, thing. Chase yeah, it off yeah. spears or kill it. It gradually worked its way in. It proved useful to humans because wolves were used as trackers. They were used as guard dogs and they were used as sentinels, an alarm system. Okay. Long before a human in a, a, a tribe of humans would have seen or sensed danger the wolf would have picked it up because yeah. dog senses the wolves are bark, so much like, I know they howl. I know they are like, they howling at the moon and all that. Bark, they growl, they snarl. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The similar social structure of a wolf pack to that of human tribes meant it was easier for a docile wolf to fit in. 
okay, it knew its place. It, it didn't go in and try and be the alpha. It didn't go in and try and control somebody who it felt was below its stature, mm. its societal stature. It basically went in yeah. on that bottom. It went bottom. in as, I'm subservient. Yeah. And it got ingratiated itself into the tribe and that's literally where man's best friend kind of comes yeah, yeah exactly well wow. we'll get to that because that's crazy interesting okay cool cool i'm finding this crazy interesting so bring it on hell yeah really so wolves being intelligent because they are they and to survive you do have to be yeah. learned to recognize human commands even if it wasn't a sit give me the paw because yeah, that, yeah. that came way down the line. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but they, it was just, it was grunts and gestures and body language, you know, mm -hmm. would have picked up on all of that. Wolves were the first animal to be domesticated by humans appearing about 33,000 years ago. They had smaller size, they had shorter snouts, they mm -hmm. probably had smaller ears, but they were still wolf-like. It right. still looked like yeah. a wolf. You'd yeah. still look at it and go... That's Fuck. a wolf. That's well, a wolf. I mean, look at huskies today. You're looking at yeah. them. They still look like wolves. Yeah. Yep. Dogs start to evolve. Now we're skipping on generations. Yeah, this is what I'm, I'm kind of interested in. Like, how did you go from your wolf to your, your kind of Jack Russell or your pug? So, so yeah, this know. is where we'll get to. Dogs start to evolve more into what we recognize now as human lifestyles became more diverse. For instance, if you were a, a farmer and you farmed sheep, you would need a, a more controlling get the flock in one place yeah, kind yeah, of dog yeah, and that's like where your butter collies, yeah. collies came from yeah. um your your saint bernards you know the way you'd have yeah. your idea of saint bernard going and rescuing a mountaineer stuck in a mountain yeah, with his yeah. his thing um, of whiskey yeah. around his neck yeah brandy like, i brandy, brandy yeah i'm yes. not sure how oh, how legit how how <laughs> real that is yeah. but oh, cool. you so but you would have had that you know it's definitely you, a you would have had, so there has to be some you would have had your hunting dogs yeah well you know the dogs and huskies for a dog that's you know searching in a snow drift or whatever to have the likes of you know of brandy or whiskey yeah yeah so you know, there, there's that does, you, you know, would have had your shooting dogs up. your spaniels your mm. aren't they the springers yeah yeah you would have had something like that Nothing your huskies would have been for pulling sleds and snow dogs. Yeah. And the thing is, watching all these kind of subsistence documentaries on the Discovery Channel right. about the Alaskans, and they've got their, their huskies and they sleep out in the snow. Yeah, actually, and I'd be thinking, I just want to give a shout out to one of my friends right there. Um, I've got a really good friend called Brandy from Alaska and she landed in Dublin this morning. So she's got Welcome to Ireland. Yeah, absolutely. And she Hope you have deep pockets. This. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah okay, but anyway, huskies, and you'd be watching these subsistence documentaries, and these yeah. people that live in Alaska, and the snow is mm -hmm. everywhere, and these huskies sleep out in the cold. And I know for me, I'd be thinking, fucking dogs, fucking bring them in. It's freezing out. Yeah, in the snow. yeah, yeah. But they're equipped to live out in the snow and would prefer to sleep. It's easier for them to rest out in the snow. Their, their fur is that thick mm. than to be brought indoors where it's warm. Yeah, no, they prefer yeah. to go back out. And I'll get that. So, a friend of mine has a husky and at this time of the year, he has to bring a walk in at like five, six in the morning. Yeah, you'd see it's it suffering. too yeah. hot afterwards, you know. Mm. But 
So you had dogs for certain scenarios and dogs became more what we recognize as dogs, as humans' lifestyles needed. That's mad, isn't it? Like yeah, that, it's, it's nuts. Actually, our, like, when you think of evolution, like the obvious one is the, the Paleolithic chart. You know the one from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we talking, are we talking about the, the guy walking hunched on? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, I can't Turns into modern man. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And then devolves into a football fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. But um, like when you think of that, it's a natural, it's a, you know, it's an environmental... A natural whatever. procession. But to actually see a species that has directly, like, I know humans have impacted every aspect of life on the planet in some way, shape or form, mostly negative. But to actually see that it's actually had a massive impact on the evolution of an actual species. Yeah. That's, that's nuts. Yeah, well, that, that's... Like, like actual evolution. People, like I don't want to say they... they engineer but they've yeah. engineered yeah species oh, yeah, they've engineered the whole yeah. planet for their own use suppose, and they've yeah, made yeah. use of everything cattle sheep yeah. chickens like they've yeah. made use of everything yeah yeah, no, so. I, yeah i've never thought of that from the, the, from an evolutionary standpoint no like, me either that's yeah that's nuts like i know now like you know interbreeding crossbreeding of you know and making kind of you know these designer breeds of dogs and stuff like I, I got that which I will get to mm. and it's disgusting yeah like yeah. it's horrible uh, what and, they're doing yeah yeah, yeah. and the health bloody, you know the implications the implications yeah. you know for the health of the dog and stuff yeah no, but it's not even consideration of the health yeah. of the animal but it's, it's kind of like to say that you know dogs were literally created by humans well they weren't created by humans well, they were always know, wolves yeah yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But dogs, wolves and dogs are now two two different things. You know, <laughs> we have wolves and we have dogs, and yeah, but they're not they they share the same ancestors. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But what I'm saying is, dogs evolved because of humans. You know that they may not have evolved at all had there not been a human. After oh, there'll be evolution, man. Yeah, you know, that's true as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah what would the species dog even exist if it wasn't for the human input? That's that, that's mind-blowing to me. Well, that's what I mean about dogs evolved to what we recognise the way when people's lifestyles start evolving. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Start kind diversifying. Like, Sorry, excuse me. Direct like input in the actual evolution of a species. That's nuts. Yeah, it is. And I'm sure we've done that with many more. I'm sure there is, yeah. Like, I, I haven't just, looked into it. Yeah, no, I haven't even thought of it till you said it there. And that's... Yeah, there's not. Anyway, the the small dogs and all that kind of thing. Yeah, so in Victorian dogs. times, right. dog types were standardized into breeds that we recognize today via dog shows, dog via kennel clubs. Again, yeah. But you know, the the this is a border collie, and this is the best example of a border collie. Oh yeah, these yeah, yeah, these yeah. dog shows and kennel clubs. What yeah. This is a guard dog species whatever yeah. it is rottweiler dogman yeah. alsatian yeah. whatever it is and this would have been i think so they kind of stand in the back of my head of yeah but breeds. something in the back of my head weren't alsatians didn't they hunt wolves or something like that or is that carabash hounds does a dog my uncle used to breed a couple of dogs and he there were carabash hounds i think yeah. and they used to they're used for hunting wolves i know in a lot Eastern of Europe. what we know today as I know, like, nowadays, people kind of call 
Alsatians, German Shepherds and German Shepherds, Alsatians, they're not the same thing. Right. And I, I didn't know that. Oh, do you not? No. Do you not know where What's the, the difference? Uh, German Shepherds were Alsatians that were crossbred with wolves. Um, okay, so where do Alsatians exist? I'm not sure, it, but that was a breed. Like that was, yeah. Um, Alsatian was a breed. And then that was crossbred with wolves. Yeah, that's your guard dog though. Like yeah. The, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they just bred German Shepherds. Victorian times, dog, so dog types were standardised by kennel clubs and dog shows and all that kind of thing. Some of these dogs were bred for show. So this is where your dog breeds kind of start to come in. You, designer you know, dogs. Yeah, yeah. Start, yeah. And that's in Victorian times, you're saying, is it? No. Oh, sorry. But that's when it started. Yeah. You know, and that's it's, when they standardise breeds. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Time. And that's well, when somebody said a cute, smaller, cuter version of that would be nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, that's still too big. I want something that I can carry under my arm or fit yeah. in my handbag. You know, that bullshit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what those dogs, what purpose they serve other than Other than making for you show. look good. Yeah. Or other than somebody famous had one and, you know... Sheep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheep followed the trend. Yeah. And, and if you look at skeletons, and I don't know dog breeds from anything, but some of the skeletons of some of the dogs look like they're in pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, no, I absolutely do. The, I was the, in the jaw is elongated yeah. more than the snout. The, the back has spine trouble, it's hips it's are weak, or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So this is where it all started. Right. I was only reading something recently about pugs. Yeah. And like their whole like nasal cavity is completely impacted. Like it's it's compacted. Yeah. They suffer terrible with their breeding because they're bred for that snub-nosed, no-snout kind of, you yeah. know, Yeah, don't dogs suffer yeah. with their breeding. And there's that dog with all the folds of skin. Like don't, I know the one you're talking that, about. That's kind not cleaned out. Yeah. They get, they get like lice and different pulse. things. As well. and, and I imagine they get. Yes. It's it's like having folds of skin yeah. that on your body that you don't bother to clean out. Oh, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's a it's a breeding place for all sorts of fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't like the whole idea of kind of de um, designer braids and fucking around with nature like that. I, really don't no you're it's the animal is always the last kind of consideration yeah it's purely for it's the welfare of the animal is always yeah, last it's yeah. just for and I mean don't get me wrong owners can absolutely adore these animals and look after them so well but you know from a they're genetic exactly yeah like and it doesn't matter how well you look after them they can't be healthy yeah. because they've been genetically modified to that extent that they're just not capable of being healthy yeah if you pick it's up a hard. dog and have to be as careful with it as you do an Airfix model, <laughs> then it shouldn't be. Yeah, it shouldn't exist. They shouldn't that's, have fucking done it. Yeah. So that's what I... Anyway, interestingly, it could be that thousands of years of evolution has allowed humans and canines, dogs, to bond chemically. Okay, so the whole kind of, you know, man's best friend thing again is actually... It could be chemical. When when okay. an owner dotes on its dog, yeah, and I'm not talking about that do, 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 yeah. bullshit. Yeah, no, that does, yeah. just rubs it or or cuddles it or sits with it, and it's it's comfortable lying in their presence. Mm. The owner gets an oxytocin dump in their brains, yeah. but the dog also gets that oxytocin dump. 
okay. You know, it's yeah. the, and oxytocin is the love chemical. Right, okay. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. So, chemically, your interaction with your dog has given you a chemical reaction. Yeah. You've gotten an oxytocin dump. The dog is getting the oxytocin dump. And dogs are the only things on the planet that love you more than they love themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can be shit to a dog and it'll still love you. you no, know? I don't think that's true. You shouldn't be shit to a dog no, anyway. No, but from saying that. if you're nasty to a dog, he'll fucking bite you. No, but if you... It tends to be someone else's dog. But if, if you... If it's if, your dog... If you come home in a shitty mood and fucking get away from me, Rover or Max or whatever the dog's name is, yeah. he'll come back... Yeah. In ten minutes, and yeah. still want to, yeah. still want to yeah, make yeah. you happy. Yeah. Still yeah. need your affection. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. But bottom That's line is, I mean, don't yeah. be shitty to dogs. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. okay. So you get an oxytocin dump, and so does your dog. Some dogs know when you're sad. They know when you're happy. Everybody knows when you're happy, yeah. and, and any other number of emotions. So like there's also a thing where supposedly dogs can detect when you're like seriously ill yeah dogs know when you're sick why dogs have been known to smell when somebody is sick with i don't know a cancer a mm. bell blockage, or, or an intestinal that. thing yeah, or yeah, something no, like that. that before yeah. the person has been diagnosed, diagnosed yeah, so yeah. you're Dogs sense of smell, and I unfortunately didn't look at how much better it is than humans, but it's That's, immeasurably it's, it's better. Multiple, yeah. multiple. Yeah. yeah. Every dog you see is related in some way to a grey wolf yeah. that existed a couple hundred thousand years ago. So go and give your dog a rub and tell it you know who it's related to, yeah. but that's okay. You don't want <laughs> Very good. That was brilliant. I really enjoyed that. Two last things. Yeah. Feel free to post us a picture of your dog on our Facebook page. Yeah, which We'd is love I'm not the expert, them. but. I'm not the expert, Facebook. but. And go and love your dog and love yeah. it until. And if you don't have a dog. And the end of time. And you're considering getting a dog. Adopt. Please adopt the dog. Adopt, please. don't buy. Yes. And adopt, going and back to our superstitious podcast, adopt the black one. <laughs> Even though it's not a cat. My dad had a black dog many, many moons ago and it had the same name as the mascot of the Dambuster Squadron. It's a word no one yeah, never yeah, ever going to say. Yeah, I saw that ever. movie and I couldn't believe it. I was yeah. like, my God, are they actually yeah. doing that? I will leave you to look it up. Uh, well, yeah, apparently my dad's dog was called that as well and he didn't name it. I will. Yes, yeah, no, it's... It's not right. Anyway, anyway, as I was saying, please adopt or go to the pound and rescue a dog. You know, keep away from the puppy farms yeah. and the designer pooches, please. Yeah, they're rubbish. Okay. Dogs are awesome and they deserve to be loved. <laughs>